Welcome one, welcome all. We are back. Is the uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling FIFO overbooked uh, podcast show? Bread Club. Bread Club. We are the Bread Club. Bread Club. We can't too sweet. I don't know what the hand symbol would be. How do you do bread with your hands? Do you pancakes? It's <laughs> a good shout. Is that uh is that a type of, I guess it's a type of bread, right? It's a cake. Cakes are made out of bread somewhat. Oh god damn it. I kitty litter all over my god goddamn desk. <laughs> it's a good way to start. No, it's not, stupid cats. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm sunburnt. We actually had some that. sun. We had some sun in London. Uh I had a wedding at the weekend, a couple that we went, um, Wrestle Kingdom, WrestleMania, we've got married. Uh, nice. There was lots of wrestling involved in the uh, the, the speeches. And for the stag do, we went to a wrestling school and got our asses kicked. Um, but yeah, no, a great weekend. Uh, lots of best of Super Juniors to catch up on, because if you miss one or two days, you are fucked when it comes to the New Japan tournaments. Um, but I'm up to date, and I'm here, and I'm excited. I'm also excited. And I'm excited because this episode two of the New Japan Pro Wrestling Fightful Overbooked Bread Club podcast show. Uh, and I, we got great review. I don't know about you, uh, but the, the people that listen to uh, the Shining Wizards podcast, right, they were so happy. Uh, and I, I saw the comments on YouTube. I'm very hesitant to look at the comments. <laughs> I was like, these people are going to blast me. But uh, it was all good. It was all good. People seem to be super excited. How was the feedback on your end? Yeah, no, same. Like, a uh, majority of it came from being tagged in your tweets, admittedly. But, um, yeah, no, it all seemed super positive. Like, I didn't see anyone saying anything bad, which is always a good sign because uh, if you come out with something bad, a bad opinion in the wrestling world, the fans are certainly going to let you know about it. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and it's uh, Jeremy uh, gave us free reign to kind of do it bi weekly or whatever we see fit. And uh, we couldn't pass up the opportunity with, uh, with, with Capital Collision. And this this best of the super juniors tournament mm-hmm. starting it, it just if we did uh, if we waited till till Dominion to 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 do a show we would have done like a six hour show yeah exactly fucking hell man I would have had to take a day off of work so this I'm excited for this and the best of the super juniors started Capital Collision was the thing um, did you get to see Capital Collision? I did. Uh, so I had to get, it was like Capital Collision happened Saturday night in America. And then Best of Super Juniors was like, well, forget time, it's like eight hours apart between the two shows. So like I woke up Sunday morning to try watch Capital Collision quickly before Best of Super Juniors began. Because I know, you know, Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton might make mention of it and stuff. Uh, I admit, I don't think I watched every match on Capital Collision saying that. I kind of skipped through some of them. But the big matches, the important matches, I felt delivered. The Fatal 4-Way was tons of fun. Uh, you know, Brody King and Suzuki was great. Um, I think it was really, again, it felt like a return to form. They had the American crowd that could make all the noise. Uh, they had all these big moments, big spots. Uh, you know, it really helped. It, it, it Just like we said about uh, Don Taku at the last show, it's a big return to form for New Japan now because they had so many big names on the card as well. It was a full-fledged, big New Japan in America show. Yeah, and this was this was a fun show. Um, very much to form with a, a New Japan show with a, you know, those matches you mentioned, the big matches at the end, and then a lot of mm-hmm. six, eight, a ten man uh, tag team matchups that we definitely don't need to get into. But uh, I think the big news leak coming from the show was our new uh, IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion, 
Uh, Will Osprey very upset, thinks he should be be called Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> he should be what? Yeah, man. This 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 uh, four way, like you said, it delivered, man. It was. It's not something New Japan does often. No, um, I was trying to think like without looking online. Like the only one I can really remember for a title at the very least is um, Wrestle Kingdom twelve for the junior heavyweight title. It was Osprey, Kushida, Hiromu, and Marty. Marty was there. Yeah, I can't remember who the fourth one was. Was it Hiromu? It might have been too soon for Hiromu. I'm not sure. It was Marty, Osprey, Kushida, and there was a fourth. I can't remember who. I was there, and I can't remember. Um, <laughs> no, I'm going to look it up really fast. Um, it was Wrestle Kingdom 12, definitely. But I feel like that was the last four-way match, perhaps, period for New Japan. But certainly, it's got to be the last four-way match for the title, at the very least. So it is very unique when they do them. Uh, it was Hiromu. It was. All right. Oh, yeah, because they done the whole. he had the whole thing where he kept on trying to come out to challenge, and every time he came out to challenge, someone else would run in, attack him, and then steal his challenge spot. And then for the last one, he came out in like oven mitts and like with a rugby helmet over the front of his <laughs> face and stuff like that, so that no one could stop him from challenging. Yeah, no, that was a really fun match. Just like this four way, you know, you knew it was just going to be, it wasn't going to be a storytelling bonanza. It was just going to be fun. It was going to be balls to the wall, and it it done exactly what it needed to do. Um, I loved the uh, Tanahashi just killing Moxley with the big high fly flow to the outside through the table, and it sets them up to carry on. You know. Forbidden Door, it seems like that's more most likely going to be the place for that, seeing how it didn't happen at Capital Collision. Yeah, yeah. Do you uh, Are you in on rock hard, Juice Robinson? I'm so, I'm rock hard, like, right <laughs> now. Uh, no, I love it. Um, I think he was, I think he was great. Uh, I, I can't, you know, it was like two weeks away now. I mean, there's so many matches from Best of Super Juniors, I can't remember the match all too well. But um, I'm glad he won. It really cements him as coming back because... He wasn't really doing much on New Japan Strong. He kind of been forgotten about, which is why him saying he was retiring was so believable. Um, it's given him a new lease on life, clearly, and it, it, it's yeah, it's the result I wanted, and I think it's the, the it's the result that makes sense. Yeah, and I think there's we talked about it at the la- on the last episode. There's so much history there with him and Tanahashi and Jay White. Like, they, there's a lot of places they can go with this. So I'm super excited for this. Uh, and I kind of enjoy, like, uh, I I wasn't ready for his entrance music because it starts off oh, like, yeah, yeah, they, and then yeah. it goes mm-hmm. real dark. I was like, that's fucking cool, <laughs> man. They um, love doing that. Like, Show done that, didn't he? He, like, had the gamer bit, and then it, like, turns into a gamer bit, but evil gamer. Um. So there was an appearance at Capital Collision, and I tweeted about it. Um, what, Where do you stand on Leo Rush? Well, I mean, I forgot for a start, so that's not a good sign. <laughs> but no, it's weird. He's like, how many times has he left wrestling or retired or had injuries? Or for whatever reason, he's just gone off the radar and then he comes back. And it's got to be like the third or fourth time. It's kind of, it makes me not want to get invested, I suppose. Like, he's a phenomenal talent. Like, he should be, you know, if he was just New Japan through and through, he should be junior heavyweight champion, no doubt. He should be in best super juniors and he should be a contender to win it. But he just seems to, I don't know, he just like comes and goes. It's very bizarre, like as well. Obviously, he was in AEW for what, like two weeks? I don't know. He showed up, he was the Joker in a battle royale or something like that. And it was a big deal because he's so fucking good. And then, yeah, he was suddenly like, you know, a few weeks later, he was gone again. It's it's bizarre. I, I do wish he, as long as he sticks around, happy days. Yeah, I, he just, uh, I'm with you on all that stuff. Um, and he comes out, he cuts a promo, he's, 
He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna return. He's not clear, Jed. He's putting the whole junior division on notice. He he talks about Robbie Eagles, Ishimori, Hiromu. He just doesn't do it for me, man. I, I don't know what if he's if it's if it's the longevity, he's never around. Look, there's no doubt he's gonna go out there when he's cleared and he's gonna have fucking bangers mm-hmm. with these guys. But I think I'm in the same boat with you in terms of like he, he he doesn't even get out of first gear and then he's gone, you know, and I know he got hurt at PWG um, in January. But, yeah, it's a it's start, stop, start, stop. I'm just like, all right, like Leo Rush is here. Let's fingers crossed. I know, yeah. he, you know, in six months, that could be a completely different opinion on my end, but he just doesn't do anything for me, man. If he gets like a proper Japan tour under his belt, I think like me and you will be changing our tunes. But he isn't doing that. And obviously, when you're working in New Japan in America, it's okay, you're recording. Like they do a taping and they'll record like six weeks of shows, whatever, four weeks of shows. So he's only appearing on your TV once a month, you know, which isn't a lot for any wrestler, let alone someone, you know, New Japan Strong's only an hour every week. Um, yeah, no, if he gets a, a proper tour on his belt, stays around, gets longevity, then I think, yeah, people with the same opinions like me and you will, will certainly change our tune and be more invested. Uh, I'm, look, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. I'd love to be. I think he'd be a huge, huge plush for the for the Super Juniors. Um, so after Capital Collision, they did tapings in Philadelphia, uh, and I don't want to talk about spoilers, but I do want to talk about. Uh, we finally got to see what uh, Alex Coglin's like uh, character is going to be, and it's this is not a spoiler. He put it out on social media. Yeah. Um, it's. It's fucking awesome, man. I gotta admit, when I saw the first picture, I was like, oh no. Like <laughs> he's such a handsome chap. He's got the mustache that makes mine look like it's a baby's mustache. And you know, he's ripped to shit. He's a incredible shape. I absolutely love Alex Coglin's bits. And I was like, why is he hiding his face? Like, why would you do this? But then he put up like some better pictures that weren't taken by people 20 rows back with their camera phones, like proper pictures. And I was like, okay, no, this actually looks a lot fucking cooler. And it's an entrance gear. It's not like he's going to be wrestling with this big fucking thing on him. You know, it's road warriors coming out in their stuff. Lots of people do similar things. And then, you know, I assume in the ring, it's very much going to be business as usual. Um, I think it's, yeah, like, I don't know if the music has changed and, you know, and things like that. You know, we only saw a picture. I don't know what more there is to it, but I hope more more than anything, it, it does wonders for him and it works because, yeah, out of every young lion ever and every LA Dojo guy, like, he is my boy and I fucking want the best for Alex Coglin. Yeah, I'm a super excited. Look, I, I, I think New Japan does a great job of giving these guys, when they're done being young lions, these, these gimmicks, man. The mm-hmm. Android, the pictures look sick. And we, you know, we know, me and you know, Alex Coughlin can fucking go. He's, he's a beast. So, uh, I, I love it. I love everything about it. He's like loosely based on Mortal Kombat as well. He's a big Mortal Kombat geek. Uh, and like, I see he, someone like, he's got a, I think it's LA dash one, two, nine or something on his, like on the chest plate here. And someone on Instagram was like, what's that about? And he explained it. And he was like how every character in Mortal Kombat has like a designation. And then I think it was his dad is a firefighter or was a firefighter in the LA fire department. I don't LAPD. LAFD, no, no, I don't good. Fire department. Um, and uh, it's like 
that was his like sign number or something. I'm way out of my depth here trying to speak about fire <laughs> departments, let alone American fire departments. But it's got meaning. It's LA Dojo and a, like a reference to his dad and everything. Like he's got on his chest plate as well. Like a lot of thought has gone into it. It's not like, oh, this looks cool. It's like, I love Mortal Kombat, my father, the LA Dojo. Let's mix this all together. And you end up with the fucking badass looking android. And I think that's what that's what you want. You want your wrestler to be you want your wrestlers to be like an extension of who they really are. Yeah, and I think as well, all the other LA Dojo guys have gone a, with an animal. Have you noticed? Like, Carl Fredericks is the alpha wolf. Clark Connors is the wild rhino. Gabriel Kidd is the young bull. And I was like, is Alex going to go with an animal? Or is he like going to be like, no, fuck that. Like, everyone else is an animal. And he's clearly, he's gone for a robot. Like, he's as far away from an animal as he could possibly get. I I like it. I like it a lot. I'm excited to watch it. I'm bummed because they were in Philadelphia, which is not far from me. It's probably like an hour oh, car ride, and right. I I probably could have gone Sunday, but but some things happened in my neck of the woods uh, where I was in, incapacitated and I couldn't go, and it was kind of a bummer. Yeah, I mean, no spoilers. It's like it does sound like it was a pretty fucking good taping. It sounds like yeah, it's it one does. of the better ones for sure. Yeah, and we I know Dickinson for a very long time, so to to you know, to get the, to, the opportunity to see him and Tanahashi wrestle, uh, I'm kind of bummed I didn't get to see that, but I'm looking forward to it whenever it comes on uh, uh, New Japan Strong, on the what are you, the network, New Japan World, what do we call New it? Japan, and New Japan World, and JPW World. Alright. I'm used to the, the WWE, oh, net, just call network. it the network. <laughs> and I think New Japan World is more of the network for me, like... Oh, it's our network, for sure. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Uh, before we get into best of the super juniors, I do want to put over that you you did a, uh, another new Japan, uh, and it did, we're recording on uh, May twenty third, and it's just around the untimely uh, incident with Hannah Kamura, and you did a new Japan about Hannah. So if you guys want to check it out, go to the Wrestle In, uh, just type Wrestle In wherever you listen to your podcasts. Noob Japan will be the latest episode to pop up, and Kieran uh, does a little Noob Japan on Hannah Kamura, so definitely check that out. Yeah, no, uh, the fellow I've done it with, Trent, he's my go-to guy for all things stardom, especially he's a big Joshi fan. Uh, last year, he wrote a really beautiful column about Hannah Kimura, about her life and her career and everything. Um, and I brought tears to some people's eyes reading that, and he, so I asked him to join me for that episode specifically as well. Um, and I think we kind of just in time before it started to get a bit too much for him because he's watched stardom for so many years, so it really hit home for him. It, hit, it sucked for all of us, even though, you know, some of us had never watched Stardom. None of us, it, you know, we can all sympathize. We don't have to be Stardom fans, but yeah, uh, it was important to put a spotlight on it. And, you know, it's not something we should ever forget. No, never, ever. And uh, over here, I know you guys get you pro wrestling tease is a thing over there, too. They're doing the the micro brawler sale right now where every sale, the proceeds go to suicide prevention. So uh, when you listen to this, whenever this drops, um, I don't know. Today's Monday, so it'll probably be up on Tuesday. Um, the sale go is going on all week, um, so just you know, check it out, support. Uh, never forget Hannah uh, and, and what she did for the wrestling industry, uh, and check out Noob Japan. It's a great, great intro. If you do not know anything about uh, Japanese wrestling and stardom, uh, New Japan, All Japan, Noah. Check out Kieran's podcast, Noob Japan. Like you're a noob, bro. Uh, check it out. It's a great listen. They're they're great episodes, super informative, and he always has great guests on there to join them. So please check that out. 
it's really made it difficult to say new Japan in my life. <laughs> like, especially on a podcast, I have to go noob. Like, and then I'll say new and I'll say noob and I'll meant to say noob and I'll say new. It's, it's it seemed like a good idea at the time. It's a nightmare now. Again, one day we will release the DMs between us about terrible names for the show that I came <laughs> yes. up with. Um, <laughs> but I think I think the bread club is it, right? I like bread club. We've just got we've got to come up with a hand symbol for bread. If we lost break and turn like this into a crown, then we can come up with something for bread. We'll do some. I'll, I'll wear goddamn bread on my head. I don't care. <laughs> Little breadhead. Uh, so Capital uh, Collision was fantastic, and you said uh, you watched a couple matches, and then boom, right into Best of the Super Juniors. Uh, and we had. So we're going to talk. We're not going to go in depth about every single match because again, we would be here for hours, right? Yeah, I mean, what? There's been. Six nights? Six nights, and there's five block matches every night. 30 matches, yeah. No, I don't think... Especially, we don't need to cover the Master Water and Bushi matches, especially. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to hit on what we liked and some of the stories they're telling. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're six nights in, so we are about halfway there, right? Yeah, so the, the 10 block, like where they're all going to be wrestling on the same card, the, te the uh, 10 match cards are starting tomorrow, I think, in Corroquin. Um, okay, yeah. So, like, there, yeah, there's no more. I don't know if there's young lion match stuff off, maybe, but yeah, no, it's gonna be like a lot going on from now. It's gonna, it's really gonna pick up the pace. I love it. I'm in. We, uh, you were very transparent. You were like, if I watch live, I watch it all. Uh, if I don't watch live, I don't watch the tag matches. I also <laughs> never watch live because here in the states it's like 3 a.m. I skip all the tag matches. Um, which eases me because I like open the, the the New Japan World and I get it all set and I stream it to the TV. It's like two hours and forty two minutes. I'm like, there's no fucking way I can watch <laughs> four nights worth of Best of the Super Juniors in an evening. And I'm like, ah, the tag matches. Now mm -hmm. the next stretch is going to be the real task for me to keep up with that. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Like, I don't know that they've really done it like this before. Um, that you know, the past few years it's obviously just been one block anyway. But, uh, I mean, all the matches have been going lovely short. Like, I don't think there's maybe one or two matches that have gone over the 15-minute mark, but they're all, like, between 10 and 15. So it's really not been that as difficult as it might have been to keep up with. And, uh, you know, it's been really enjoyable to watch because there's just not loads of filler. Like, you know, during the pandemic, there was, the cards were obviously so short. Like, there was four or five matches on a card that some matches would go on needlessly long. Um <laughs> But no, this has been really fun. It's been what you like, you know, it's been junior heavyweight wrestling. It should be fun. It should be quick. It should be, you know, it shouldn't be taking half an hour and getting to a draw when there's 10, uh, when there's 20 men wrestling in these cards. No, I agree. So, so, um, so we were off and running Saturday, Sunday morning, Sunday in Japan, maybe Saturday for you. Yeah, with the I can't. It's so I can't. I, mean, I can't figure. I can't figure it out. I just know time traveling. <laughs> I, I'm I'm the time travel. I'm like the android, but I time travel, uh, I try and travel the wrong way when I have to. Travel. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it started. We'll say Sunday, mm -hmm. um, and we started with our A block with the main event being Ishimori and Yo. Uh, semi was Hiromu and Taguchi. Uh, also hashtag more butt stuff please <laughs> uh and then show and uh akira alex zane kanamura and ace austin 
and Clark Connors. Let me ask you, you are over there in the UK, Kieran. <laughs> um, does Ace Austin being the Impact Wrestling X Division champion, does it does it mean anything to you? Yeah, I think so. Like I watch very little Impact. Speedball has really made me want to watch it more. Okay. Um, I discovered Jake something who I love, so I was going out my way to watch his matches. And by proxy, they're X Division guys. I was watching Ace Austin and I was watching Trey Miguel. So I had, you know, a bit of a buffer about Ace Austin and what to expect. But the fact with the Forbidden Door stuff and the fact Impact, you know, Jay Wyatt has been on Impact for ages. Finn Juice were on there. Uh, I don't know if Impact guys were on New Japan shows, like Strong and stuff. I'm not sure. But, you know, there's every reason to believe that if New Japan guys that get a pin over Ace are going to challenge for the title, um, you know, that's something that they're not going to shy away from because the backstage comments are free-for-all. You know, uh, it obviously happened much later in the tournament, but Hiromi beat Ace and was like, fly me first class and I'll come to Impact and challenge for that title. You know, Hiromi and Impact is going to bring eyes to Impact. Uh, it's going to be a big deal. And, you know... Ace is seemingly getting over great in Japan as well. So there might be some more Japanese eyes on impact than whatever before, especially with Hiromu because Hiromu is the most popular like junior heavyweight, if not just popular wrestler period in new Japan. Yeah. I'm always interested to see like we, we, you know, get the, we watch impact over here in the States a lot. And it's, if you could find the time, it's one of the best, in my opinion, it's, it's, one of the best they they really do a great job of telling stories and they see the stories through and the talent there is is great and their women's division is unbelievable uh and i i i was very interested in in how this was going to play off in this first match with clark connors i thought kevin kelly and and chris charlton did a great job of you know he was like there's three things in life death taxes and ace austin always beats trey miguel and i thought that was it was i appreciated it but i was like i wonder how many I guess you're catering to the English fan if they're watching English commentary. I just don't yeah. know if people were so in tune with it. But I like that they they kind of they brought that up there because they have had that great working relationship with Impact. And it's it's gone back many years. I think Sonata was an X-Division champion. Yeah, I mean, obviously, famously, Okada was there and it went to shit and it soured the relationship. But yes, no, Sonata was, he was in Impact. I think he was a champion at some point. You're right. Um, you know, they had, uh, I don't know what they were called in, impact uh billy ray and brother devon was it or something like they were the, oh, like, t3d yeah yeah whatever they were when they left wwe um they were the iwgp tag champions and they defended them on impact shows and stuff like that um so yeah the history is there big time uh and you know if you step in foot in a new japan ring then new japan rules apply and if someone beats you in a match then you know you gotta expect that they're coming for your title and Ace Austin's no, uh, you know, he's not an idiot. He's very aware of that. He's made mention of it himself. And, you know, he suffered his first loss to Hiromu. So, you know, hopefully that does happen. It'll be a massive get for Impact. And like you said, Impact is, if you're watching it, you know how good it is. And I think it's just still got that stigma from back in the day. But it's such a great show, the production value. I, I, it's it's brilliant. I, If I had all the time in the world, I would definitely watch it. I just don't. No, I'm with you. I, I just pulled up Sonata's uh, impact run. Yeah. He debuted at Lockdown, where he tagged with Muda and, and Yasu against Chris Sabin and Bad Influence, which I think is crazy. They had like, they done like a great Muta gimmick, but for Sonata, didn't they? Like the great Sonata. Yeah, he was the great Sonata. It was awful. 
he was like he uh, what is this this is so weird <laughs> he was uh james storm's protege it was a bad time that's what i mean impact has a stigma of being bad and it was it's deserved it's just you know now they're doing good shit he was in a stable how about this stable sonata james storm abyss and manic i'm sure it was tjp at the time oh, yeah it must have been what a fucking crazy time i thought he was the x division champion at one point he was the x division champion yeah i think i saw that yeah you're right that's fat it's fascinating i'm sorry i'm like all over. i easily get sidetracked uh when i pull I mean, up the wikipedia here on that same card i thought you know you mentioned hashtag more butt stuff i loved that uh during the the press conference beforehand Taguchi was like i'm going in serious no butt stuff <laughs> no the more bell else. rings less than one second in and he runs in and tries a hip attack and misses and it absolutely tickled me so much that as soon as the bell rang, he went for it. And then he's just laying on the mat like, I fucked up. You can pin me. Just <laughs> just take the match over here. I like Taguchi. I think is brilliant. Taguchi's uh, fantastic. I, I love Taguchi. Um, but I've skipped. We've skipped over. I've skipped over a couple of matches saying that. Um, Francesco Akira made his new fan debut. I think he's pretty solid. Uh, as best as you could hope for against Show, I guess. Uh, all things considered with Show. Um, I like TJP grabbing the wrench out of the corner um because they didn't interfere with a match it added to right. it it wasn't bullshit like house of torture um i think he made a pretty solid debut for himself francesco and he one of those that new move he's done like speed fire is it got some weird attention on twitter like it's some people were slagging it off for some reason i don't know why but the majority of it was positive it was people being like they've never seen this before because it's a new move he apparently invented but that's all that's awesome that uh that you can he invented a move. Uh, don't listen to the the haters bunch of no. um, <laughs> Were you surprised to see in block one, uh, block A night one, all the newcomers uh, with victories? Ace Austin beat Clark Connors, Alex Zane beat Canamura, and Francisco uh, um, beat uh, Show. Yeah, I think it's it's been very much it's feeling like as the time has gone in, it's a us versus them mentality. Like the New Japan guys are trying to trying to show that they're the best you know this is their home turf and obviously the international talent are coming in and trying to make their own stamp on things it, it was really interesting because obviously yeah they're they're the new guys so it lets you know that they are contenders that they're not just there to fill in spaces and stuff that they all got the wins um i think <laughs> i feel sorry for clark because he's kind of a new guy but he he suffered the loss um and i was really excited for clark going into this and he's not doing so well uh, I'm it, also I'm also a big fan of Clark. I just I don't. He's like so close to being like a junior. Like he's so close to being a heavyweight. I feel like it's just he he seems like he's like a, a fish out of water. Yeah, it's bizarre. I feel like maybe he needs the crowd. Like maybe the clapping is kind of frying him off. I don't know, but yeah, no, he just seems like there's he's one step out, maybe. Uh, that just some there's something not right, something's not clicking. You know, maybe he just needs that right opponent, and then he'll be off and away. Uh, give him a confidence boost. Like, I mean, he doesn't seem like a guy that likes confidence, quite frankly. Um, but yeah, no, it, it is bizarre. Uh, what did you think of the um the main the main event with Yo and Taiji Shimori? Uh, uh, yeah. No, I, I agree. I felt like, <laughs> I felt like it, on paper, 
I was like, all right, this is this is gonna be good, and, and we know what Yoke has because him and Hiromu had a, a decent match. Dantaku. Mm-hmm. It's just what I just don't. The, if the pacing felt sluggish, there was a weird like selective cheating. It just, I don't know. I expe- I, I felt it felt flat for me, and I felt like, and I hate to say this, I felt like night one was kind of a disappointment. Like I thought Alex Zane was great. I thought Ace Austin match was great, and I enjoyed Francisco. Um, um, uh, it Hiromu and Taguchi was a fun match. It was silly, but it served its purpose. You know, you're obviously, if yeah. you're a New Japan fan, you know what those guys are capable of. So this just left me like, I was like, ugh. Yeah, no, I agree. It was, the main event was not good to put it nicely. It was, yeah, it was just, it was boring. It was slow. Like you said, they, it just never got going. Um, and yeah, the night one did kind of, there was so much excitement going in because of all the new talent and everything. But for lots of them, maybe it's that, you know, Ace Austin, it's his first time in Japan. You know, it's lots of them have probably never even met each other before. You know, there's no, I suppose, immediate chemistry with some of them. Um, I think it has improved that it's gone on the, be- the best of the Super Juniors in general. But I also think B Block has been far and away above uh, better than the A Block as a whole. Oh, excuse me. I sorry. I just crushed a Red Bull before I turned on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I agree, and it's surprising because A Block does have A, a Block. There's, there's no, they're, they're fucking, they're talented over there. A Block's super talented, but there's a lot of question marks. Uh, Akira is a new kid, so uh, there's a question mark there. To your point, Ace Austin's, you know, it's his first time, and and Alex Zane, the same thing. Um, I mean, Alex, I was Alex Zane is an A Block, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, his match with Kanemaru, I didn't think it was anything special. But to speak about Alex Zane, he's a guy I didn't know anything about, really. I'd seen a match, maybe, on like, New Japan Strong. But he's really impressed me. Uh, I'm like, when he showed up at the press conference in his red suit and his red hair and twirling his little bit of hair, I was like, yeah, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> and then he gets in the ring. He's unreal. He's like doing all this stuff I've never seen before. Uh, and you know it's not all flash like jumping ahead again his match versus ishimori was really technical and it was really smart and i it's one of my favorites of the tournament so far um but he's a guy that's been probably the standout for me in a block him and ace austin i think are the standouts for me in a block yeah i think ace austin's had a really nice showing so far and that's that's great that's great for for him and for impact because you know you touched upon it before with Mm -hmm. the hiromu thing like that's huge man that's huge I mean, if Impact had to pick it a little and was like, who do you want to come and challenge Ace Austin? They're going to pick Hiromi Takahashi. Of course. Why wouldn't you? Uh, uh, we move on to night two, B Block. Um, we had Dok- Doki defeat Al Lindemann. Look. I, I be, be careful what you say about my boy Doki. I did not. I actually did not have a problem with this. I okay. enjoyed this. <laughs> uh, and I even got a kick out of the Doki Choki. Uh, which is always fun. And I like Al Lindemann. Um, yeah. I saw him wrestle in MLW when they were in Philadelphia a couple years ago. I like how he came out with his title. Mm-hmm. Huge title. Yeah, <laughs> giant, it's giant great. title. Uh, but I thought that was a fun match. Um, anytime ELP, I I just get a kick out of him. I, I love him. He wrestles. I'm a, I must say this match is Bushi, right? Yeah. Yeah, no. This match done nothing for me. Just got, I think Bushi is... The, potentially the most boring person on the new japan roster 
I liked his mask though when he came out. That oh, he, he always has cool masks. The best, yeah. But then the best thing about Bushi ends once he steps into the ring because <laughs> he takes off the cool mask. Yeah, and the uh, bell rings. Why does he always wrestle in a fucking t-shirt too? So that he can take it off and strangle people like he's done in every single match. Since Bring a dawn, towel to the ring, bro. Let me see them meaty man tits. <laughs> yeah, no, I love ELP. Absolutely think he's tremendous. He's having a great showing this tournament. Uh, you know, at this time he's three and oh. Uh but yeah, no, this match versus Bushi just totally forgettable. Uh were you surprised to see Robbie Eagles get the win over Wheeler Yuta? Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, maybe not, but I think we all, you know, because he is so fucking over and popular and it's a big deal in AEW, we were just expecting that to transition into New Japan, and that's obviously just not the case and how it should be. Like, he's coming into other people's turf. Like, Robbie is a former IWGB junior heavyweight champion. He held double titles. He was tag team champion at the same time. Uh, You know, he's no pushover, and... At the time, I was like, yeah, Wheeler should probably get a win. But it makes sense that he they didn't. And, you know, they went pure, 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 which sounds worse. Now. They went really pure. They didn't go. They didn't leave the ring or anything like, you know, if Robbie wants to challenge for that pure title, uh, I'm more than up for that. Like, get that boy in AEW. Let him get the spotlight. He deserves it. Yeah, I really. Uh, come on, Nelly. I'm doing a fucking podcast. Man. <laughs> Stop. Come on. It's bad enough. You woke me up at six o'clock this morning. Little fat ass jumping all over me. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I like, look, I feel like Robbie Eagles got the short end of the stick with the pandemic, too. You know, like he was just getting his feet under him in New Japan, and then the pandemic happened, and he and he couldn't, he, could, he couldn't be there. So, like, this was, he was huge. And Wheeler comes out, and he's got different entrance music, and he's more serious. And, and uh, he's got the title. I love the, the look, but man, Robbie Eagles getting the win. I loved it. I was, because my thing is like, I was like, ah, oh, you know, AEW, Tony Khan, he's allegedly fueled by Red Bull and cocaine like me. Uh, <laughs> like, he's probably going to book this guy to look like a superhero. But, man, uh, that was a joke, too. All right, don't get all fucking weird, people. Um, allegedly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, It was fun. I liked it. And I like what I, I like seeing Wheeler over there. Uh, but, so man, what, Robbie getting the win. High five. What, that. what do you think about Wheeler in... New Japan so far. You're not a big AEW guy, are you? I am. I oh, you are. Do, Sorry. Do an AEW podcast. Okay. Too. Oh Jesus, fucking hell. <laughs> I'm not, um, It's. I'm never on it. It's the summer now. Like Wednesdays, I'm fucking. I never show up. I showed up last Wednesday for like 20 minutes. Like I just want to say hi to you guys. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking so far behind. All right. Well, that, that makes it more. That makes it better then, because I'm not an AEW guy. So as an AEW guy, what do you think about Willie or so far in Best Super Juniors? Uh, kind of feel like he's not he's out of place i almost feel like it's the same like with clark connor's like don't get me wrong really you great he can wrestle but i just i never thought of him as a super junior mm-hmm. uh, i was excited to have him in here but it, i'm kind of undecided i'm not like it's not like ace austin like ace austin is there and he's making a statement and i'm all about ace austin yeah really Utah. it's cool to see him in new japan to wrestle some of these guys but at the same time i'm kind of like Maybe there was uh, I'm undecided. I don't want to say anything. Uh, I don't want to say anything. I'm going to regret. I'm undecided because <laughs> I, I, I feel like maybe somebody else should some another super junior should have got that spot. Uh, I get why he's there and mm-hmm. it's great for him. Um, but yeah, I'm just I, I, I'm 
you know, talk in another two weeks, we'll talk and we'll see how the rest of the tournament plays out for him. I'm just kind of like on the fence right now. Yeah, well, yeah, I I agree. But as someone that doesn't watch AW, you know, I go on social media. There's so much hype about Willie you know, all the time. Like, I think I maybe watched his match with Moxley because it because everyone went on about it so much. But other than that, I don't think I've seen him wrestle. Um, I know the name, obviously, I've known about him for the past year since he showed up in AEW on New Japan Strong and stuff. But um, the hype surrounding him, he has not lived up to the hype. Uh, you know, I agree, he doesn't necessarily feel like he fits in. Um, he's just, I don't think he's done anything of note so far. Like, my favourite match of his, and it was because I was watching it live, was the, the opening tank on the very first night. It was like, Weeter, uh, Weeter? You really, you are, and some uh, really, you are in a couple of young lions versus like Robbie Eagles and some others, and they had just like a really fun match. And that's been the highlight for me of Wheeler Utah. Like, I think his match with Robbie was pretty great, but um, maybe it's my bias showing I pen most of that to Robbie. I think, um, if it was very much a Robbie Eagles style match, but uh, yeah, he just has not lived up to the hype for me. Like, a guy like Alex Zane came in, I had no expectations, and he, he's done blinding, I think. Whereas, yeah, really, I had high expectations because everyone was so excited. He's the Ring of Honor Pure Champion, Blackpool Combat Club, amazing match with Moxley. And, yeah, he's just really been forgettable for me. Yeah, I think his his best stuff in AEW, honestly, was was that the story they told of him getting into the Blackpool Combat Club where he wrestled Danielson and then had the blood mm-hmm. fest with Moxley. Um, and it, it, it made sense for them to let him go do the best of the Super Juniors because, you know, there's only so many fucking six man tag matches you can watch on AEW, um, which is not a bad thing. They just have so many fucking dudes. Like it just makes mm, sense for, yeah, for nice. him to go off. But I, I get it, man. Them. I get it. Social media really does, you know, hype him up. But but um, hopefully we the best is yet to come with Wheeler. I'm hoping. Yeah, I mean he's had some good opponents, and obviously Robbie. Uh, I don't remember who his second opponent was, but he most recently faced El Desperado. Uh, so, but obviously, yeah, you you never know. Like suddenly, two people might have that you don't expect to have an amazing match. Like there's certainly been some like that that have been my favourites. Uh, that I won't jump the gun gun again too far. But um, right. you then had a Master Watto versus TJP and Master. I know neither of us particularly want to talk about Master Watto matches. I think they've all been rather the same. I think TJP had a great showing in that match. Uh, all for TJP, I could care less about Master Watto. Yeah, I think TJP the wrestler is a brilliant wrestler it's just the stuff that comes out of his mouth in real life is he's opinionated to say the least but in between the ropes he's he is a superb wrestler yeah and uh, this should be and i'm with you on that i just you know don't pay attention block out the social media just watch him wrestle once you get into the the social media stuff here it's ace it's ace austin territory or uh, Austin yeah. Aries territory, excuse me. Uh, yeah. Austin Aries territory. Sorry, Ace. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, man. That's Freudian slip on my end. Um, <laughs> the main event of I, dude, I don't know a lot about Teton. I fucking love this main event, dude. This this felt like like B block night one was good, and then this main event hit, and I was like, when is night three? Let's go, baby. <laughs> Titan has killed it this tournament, man. He's like, again, he's one of the guys that came in. And I was like, I don't really, you know, he'd done best of Super Juniors just before the pandemic. And he was quite botchy. Like, I feel like he'd messed up finishes and stuff. Like, he was almost a laughing stock 
Uh, and then he got announced for this, and there were some guys that watch Lucha Libre and stuff, but I was like, no, he's he's vastly improved. And fuck yeah, man, he is so good. Like, I'm in his match with El Fantasmo, like, my, perhaps my favorite match so far at the tournament. Um, but no, this match was El Desperado, like, El Desperado being a prick as well, trying to rip the mask and everything, even though he's wearing a mask himself. And obviously, it, it was it was brilliant. Yeah, easily the match, the up to that point, it was the best match. Yeah, I agree. And he was in the uh, what do we got it? 2019 Teton was there. Um, man, 2019 was a fucking stacked. Uh, oh, yeah, you had Gresham, you had Shingo, uh, Dragon Lee. Uh, I can't remember. Marty. Yeah, Bandito. Yes, yeah, Bandito and Osprey had a cracker. Oh, man. Yeah, you posted about that the other day, right? Yeah, today. <laughs> yeah, today, okay, that's, yeah. That's the only reason I remember, really. All right, I dig that. I make sure I always retweet your stuff, but it's always because of the time difference. Because <laughs> I'll be, like, laying in bed at, like, fucking 2 o'clock in the morning, and you'll, like, and I'm, like, oh, man. I'm, I'm on the train to work. <laughs> seven hours ago, I'm, like, that. Let me do math. Nope, I'm terrible at it. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to retweet it anyway. Uh, yeah, I fucking I love this match. I loved I love El Desperado. I, I'm really I know my pick was yo dark horse, but I think I saw I saw your Despy shirt. I can't figure out how cameras work. <laughs> no, you're good. I need I need to get myself a Despy shirt. I don't have any Desperado gear. Oh man, if he like you know how some I don't know if you do know like lots of wrestlers will like Bushi obviously he comes out in a different mask every single night. He sells the masks on like uh, there's like two Japanese like merch stores. There's like Tadukum, which is the famous one. They've got an actual physical shop, and there's just it's like the wrestling mecca in the middle of Tokyo. Honestly, it's it's paradise for wrestling fans. But like they'll sell their shirts to these shops, and then the shops will sell them to fans. Uh, but like you can get a Bushi one easy because he wears them all the time. But Despi, I don't <laughs> think he sells. I don't think he sells his uh, his mask. He's probably reusing the mask. That's why. But yeah, probably. If he sold them, I would be stupid enough to probably pay some silly money to try and get. Yeah, don't tell me that I can't. My wife, <laughs> my wife I, yeah, my wife will fucking stab me because <laughs> I fuck. I collect action figure. I collect action figures. They, I collect all the AEW figures, and then like the like, I have all the New Japan ones, mm-hmm. and like. Anything that I grew up watching, like if you put out a wrestling figure and it's like if somebody like I don't have any current shit outside the AEW stuff. And that's because I got in on the ground floor with AEW. All right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to buy the whole collection. And then in a couple of years, I'm going to fucking flip it. (laughs) But uh, so everything's like pre-order. And then there'll be days when just like boxes and I'm not home. (laughs) There's like ringside collectibles. Super a year ago. Something from fucking uh, these fucking uh, uh, what the fuck junk junk shop. They do like Vendums. I got like a Bull Nakano and Dynamite Kid. Oh from- yeah, yeah, I saw them recently. They looked yeah. so fucking cool. Yeah, my wife's like, "Why? You, what is this from Australia?" I'm like, oh, <laughs> "I don't know. Just leave it over there. I'll get to it later." Just order it eight months ago and forget. That's usually what happens. And boxes yeah. to show up, and she's like, "What is this?" If she starts oh, seeing yeah. shit from Japan, it is. <laughs> it'll happen she doesn't listen to this podcast so i'll be fine wow yeah <laughs> she's gonna learn she's gonna learn oh she knows already <laughs> i'm the one that has to learn uh we move on to night three 
Uh, and a, a block had Hiromu and Akira, Ishimori Taguchi, Zane Cho, Austin Kanamira, Yo, and Clark Connors. Um, I liked this night more than night one. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, I looking at there's nothing that I was like, I'm like, oh yeah, that match was amazing. I think it was all like okay. There's no... Yeah, there was not nothing really, nothing really blew me out of the water, but I just. Yeah. Felt... I felt like it it was a it was better better for me and I enjoyed the Hiromu Akira match. Yeah, I think um yeah, Hiromu Akira was good. That was really like the test for Akira, I suppose, wasn't it? He was in the main event and he was against the the top junior in Hiromu and um he certainly had his place there. He wasn't out of his war, he wasn't out of depth. Um he's such a quick little lightning bolt Akira, so it was perfect for Hiromu. Um but yeah, I, I, it's not a, a, sh- a match that I can really remember much about. Um, I feel like I remember Alex Zane versus Sh- and uh, Show being quite enjoyable um, yeah. because Alex Zane was just one-upping all the bullshit from Show uh, and avoiding it, and it's always more fun that way. Um, and yeah, he's just every time I see him, he's just I become a bigger and bigger fan of Alex Zane every time I'm watching him in this tournament. Uh, but yeah, no, like I said, I don't. A, a block hasn't lived up to the hype we all had like going into it we said on the first episode this our a block is so stacked look at all these big names coming you know clark Connors is coming back and you know they've got akira's making his debut and alex Zane's coming from impact and you know uh alex Zane, ace austin's coming from impact uh and yeah i just don't think it's lived up to the hype uh but at least these first two nights i think the third night was probably the best of the a block yeah i agree is uh Kanamira is the the guy, right? He just he's gonna he's like you ever hear the the thing like when you got a job with the WWF, like they put you in the ring with the one two three kid, and if you hung with them, like you were good. I feel like Kanamira got uh, Austin in night two, and he got Zane uh, night one. Like is he like the uh, is he the measuring stick for these super juniors? You think? Yeah, it's a good point. I might get stick for this. Everyone's always like Kanamira is really underrated, and I think he's just like he's been around for forever, like. His old stuff in like mid two thousands for Noah when he was just running the junior heavyweight division is unbelievable. Like once upon a time he was a tremendous wrestler, and now I think he's just very much he'll get into the ring, he'll do his job, and he'll go home. Uh, I don't expect much from him. Um, I like him as a character and everything. I think he's much more fun when he's teaming with Despy. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that's a good point. He's maybe he is just the test. He'll help you settle in. He's not gonna do anything uh, that you're not expecting. You know, you know what you're gonna get. Um, He's not going to throw you out of the water. He's not going to be being a dick in the ring or anything like that. It's just maybe, yeah, kind of, I can help you get settled in a new Japan ring in front of a Japanese audience for the first time. So good. It's very, very possible. He's easily the veteran of the tournament. He's the veteran of the junior heavyweight division and has been for a long time in new Japan. Yeah. Uh, now I don't know. I, again, I fast forward through half the show, so I don't know if they went over this, uh, but they did announce between nights three and four at some point the g1 schedule mm-hmm. so i don't know if they showed that during guy fast forward through the commercial I think, I think the g1 schedule came out a while ago uh i think they've maybe just now released it in english oh um, okay i think it could was it during wrestling Dontaku? maybe i don't know they've done like the big hype package thing and it was like you know this night we're here and this night we're here and okay. then you know because it, it was quite because like i think the a block final is in I'm going to get it wrong, like Yokohama somewhere. It's not in Nippon Budokan. And then B block final night. And then the final are in Nippon Budokan. Whereas usually it's all three nights. 
Well, the schedule I have in front of me has the last three nights in Nippon Budokan. Okay, I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, um, you're not. I just don't know. I don't know. Th- no, uh, no. I, with the with the COVID and the, and all the shit, who knows how often things change? But um, what I'm looking at is August 16th, 17th, and 18th uh, are all in Nippon Budokan. Yeah, you're right. I don't know what. I, okay, I don't know what the fuck I was looking at then. Um, don't worry. Hey, look, I <laughs> am never right, so I will take it. yeah it's a good thing you're here otherwise yeah people will be trying to go to the wrong venue uh (laughs) they announced the g1 which is my favorite tournament that they do is g1 best of the super juniors new japan cup and then world tag league is i enjoy it but it's yeah it's it's, my my least favorite (laughs) tournament um uh, it starts July 16th and it runs till the finals on August 18th. So uh, I'm sure right around Dominion we'll get to see uh, we'll get to yeah. see who is going to be in the G1. Yeah, I mean, I, I imagine some people might. But, but recently, like past years, some people have at least announced that they intend to enter. Like Shingo was like, "I'm not being a junior heavyweight anymore. I'm a heavyweight. Put me in the G1." Moxley obviously beat Shota Umino and was like, "Put me in the G1." Uh, there's definitely been other cases. Uh, Kento obviously returned at Dominion with Shibata and was like, I'm going to be in the G1. So I imagine we'll get at least some cool announcement. I don't know if we'll get a whole roster. Uh, hopefully we do, the whole audio yeah. entrant. Um, be excited. Kevin Kelly tweeted today that they, uh, they're they starting, it seems like they're starting to, to, to lighten up a little bit. We might uh, we might get no more clapping. You can scream now, I hope. Yeah, for, he says, uh, hopefully by for the finals, best Super Junior finals could be the first night where they'll allow it. So that'd be the perfect time, really. Yes, it, uh, that'd be that'd be bonkers. I'm all for it. I'm here for it. I'm all here for it. Uh, night four, uh, B block, the main, main was Desperado, TJP. Uh, ELP beat Master Wado, of course. Uh, I just don't understand. I, what is a master? I still. No, I I had hopes that he might find his footing and stuff, but he's just. It, it's the same thing every single match from Master Wado. He doesn't change depending on his opponent or anything, or like you know the character of his opponent. Like ELP will wind his opponents up differently depending who they are. Um, but Master Wado is just a one. I don't know. One size fits all, except it doesn't fit. I can't believe he's a tag champion. <laughs> uh, Bushi beat Robbie Eagles, which was really surprising. There's history. I think Bushi always beats Robbie Eagles. Um, like, I think Robbie might be free and I'm against the uh, and free against Bushi. It's a running thing. That sucks to be Robbie. <laughs> yeah. uh, all the wrestlers. Uh, Lindemann Teton. Lindemann beat Teton. That was great. They uh, went harder than they probably needed to in the position they was in. But I mean, like you, you know, it's the best of the super junior. I'm sure Teton feels like he has to atone for his 2019 appearance, and I think so far he is. He's. I if I, he could. He's if I, if anyone said he was their MVP so far, I'd be like hell yeah. You know, I wouldn't argue that. I think he's had three great matches, but he's also had uh, three great opponents in El, uh, El Desperado, El Fantasma, and El Lindemann. He's done all yeah. the L's. Well, he's getting it all out of the way early. LLL. Um, yeah, no, so uh, maybe the test will be when he gets in there with a Master Wado, can he uh, can he pull something off? But, can, um, he, can he beat Master Wado? <laughs> <laughs> but 
but no, he's been great, and he looks like the mask is amazing. Like he yeah, has like like the... bejeweled one versus El Fantasma. Yeah, I like that. Sorry, the cats. Now there's a fucking bee outside the window, and the cat's going nuts. Gotta get that bee. This is this is my life, dude. <laughs> I lock mine out. He ain't getting in here. Well, it's it's like a, it, if I lock him out, then for she will run headfirst into the door, and then she will, <laughs> open, she will open the door out here, and then go out into the office landing. And I can't, I can't. So as long as she doesn't go out the window, I'm good. Could be a, a early podcast finish if if that's the case. We've unfortunately we've had one of those before. <laughs> we, have, I, we have three cats in the house, and our we have our cat. And then over the years, we've inherited two. So my cat, the, the the kicker for my wife was if we get a cat, I get to name him. So I named my cat the Great Muda. <laughs> and then we just shortened it to Muda. I was about to say, yeah, surely just Muda. My wife's yeah, like, yeah. My wife's like I, I don't mind it. Muda's, that's, that's a good pet name. Fucking score. So Muda. Yeah, yeah. And then the other two over time. But he he is like the Great Muda. He's ornery. And he doesn't like other cats, so we have to be <laughs> separated. And one night during the AW podcast, this one, Nelly, the roly poly one, she broke out and he fucking chased her up here and scratched her in like her eyeball. Oh, God. And it was like, and you hear my wife fucking scream. The mic picks up my wife screaming at them. And I like, tur- I'm like, horror show go. live on the AW podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Either. I was like, I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> Oh, wow. fiasco. Uh, Wheeler, Utah also beat uh, Doki to get his first victory. Doing my boy Doki day. No, it was a fine match. I, do you know what? Doki, I don't know if you watch the backstage comments. He's been like cutting promos in English backstage, like surprisingly well. Um, really? Yeah, like Wheeler, Utah has been very bland. Like I'm going to go out there and do my best type jazz. Uh and Doki's been cutting promos in English. Like, he's kind of been giving stuff for the other international wrestlers to respond to. He's been dropping Hulk Hogan and rock lines. Like, he's, like, gone, what you gonna do, brother? And, like, <laughs> it's, like, um, he said to, like, he always speaks to the, uh, the the news, the media, whatever, who's behind the camera. And he's, like, who's my next opponent? And they go, Wheeler Uter. And it's, like, it doesn't matter what their, it doesn't matter what their name is. And he done another one as well. Oh yeah, he, he was like, he done, <laughs> he's like, oh, he's like, oh, where's the camera? There. He's like, just bring, <laughs> he's like, just bring it and stuff like that. Like he's fucking been watching loads of WWF and stuff. Seemingly, it's comical. He's brilliant. I love him. To this. Oh, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to seek that out now. I have to see that. Oh, that's fantastic. Doki's gro- he's, Doki's growing on me. He definitely like he's a changed man to when he first showed up in the best of super juniors like two or three years ago but yeah no, it, obviously wheeler needed to get on the board you can understand him losing to doki uh they had a little thing about um doki was saying the seatbelt should be named something else he knows it is a different name and wheeler was like no it's called the seatbelt and then wheeler won with the seatbelt as well um so it's just the little things they put in the backstage comments to just make the matches that bit more interesting and enjoyable but um yeah i think on this match and on this card uh this show it, el desperado tjp was a standout um el desperado's been on, on fine form he's in the main event you know he's a, arguably the top junior again other than Hiromu. um and he's a, he's making a case for himself big time yeah i think kevin kelly said at night one of the b block that he's in the most 
uh, El Desperados in the most main events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so. The dude, des- he deserves it, man. Uh, um, I will not be upset if uh, if he, he wins the best of the Super Juniors. No, no. It, it kind of feels like um, when Naito went into the G1 as the champion a year or two ago, he was just a workhorse, Naito. Like, he was going, like, 25 minutes plus every night. It would hit the 20-minute mark, and they're just going to overdrive, and it would be incredible. Um, obviously, it's only, they were only going, like, 10-15, but I'm I'm getting a vibe like that where El Desperado's, like, not necessarily got a chip on his shoulder, but he's like, yes, I am the top junior heavyweight, and you're going to see why I'm the top junior heavyweight. And I'm here. For, I'm all here for it, man. I'm here for it. Uh, night five, uh, A block, the third night. Uh, Ishimori Alex Zane is your main event. Um, and Ishimori gets the win, and I really like this match a lot. Yeah, no, I, I've gone into it, man. Like, I think it showed a different side to Alex Zane. Uh, he wasn't on top, he was selling. Um, I think I had to watch this one in the car back from the wedding, uh, which wasn't the best, you know, type of uh, scenery or environment, shall I say. Um, but like, I love like simple things when the simple things that you don't see or haven't seen before, like Ishimori hit the mat for the usual hit them out leapfrog whatever they call it that thing and uh alex zane went to do a cartwheel over ishimori and as he done the cartwheel uh ishimori grabbed his arm and put him into a submission hold but it was so smooth and it was so clean i hadn't seen it before and it would just happen in an instant so i like quickly rewound to watch it it's just those little things in a match like that where they're he's working over the arm and he's so focused on it that he can snatch out of a cartwheel like I, re- I really love that match. It might, it might be my favorite of the tournament so far. Yeah, I, I don't think Ishimori gets the credit he deserves. It's funny when when one of the guys I do the uh, the Shining Wizards podcast with, he watched Ishimori and uh, Despi from Dantaku, and he was like, "I've I've been watching wrestling all my life. I've never seen some of the submissions and the exchanges like ever again." And it's 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 unbelievable that Ishimori is always involved in this and that he's such a technician and you never think about it like it's such a simple thing like you know that's like we're going to do a cartwheel and then he's going to snatch your arm and put you in it like that's brilliant yeah it's just a little twist on the simple things like I love that so much like El Desperado started doing it where someone would have him like in a usual wrist lock like they do at the beginning of the match and he climbs through the ropes and then he comes back through the ropes and their arm is all tangled up in the ropes and he reverses it. And the first time I saw that, I was like, so fucking smart. Like, but so simple. That's the best stuff. But um, the, the way, I think Ishimori is so hit and miss. Like, I kind of would say he's like Nakamura and that if he wants to wrestle, he can be great. But I feel like he can sometimes quite often phone it in. Um, but I feel like he's also quite old. Like, he's been around a long time and I think his body's pretty broken because he'll walk to the ring as if he needs to be in a wheelchair and then he'll get in the ring and he'll do his sliding German suplex through the roast and he's like through the ropes and he's like the flash. It's like a different person. But um, yeah, no, when he wants to perform, he can, he, he is amazing. I mean, you, and you could perfect example. You watch this match with Alex Zane, then go back and watch night one. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you're right. It's it's two, two completely different people. It's unbelievable. Yeah, no, he, he, he I, I thought it was weird when he won the title, but it makes sense if it's for Destiny yeah. to uh, obviously win the tournament. Uh, I also, Hiromu and Ace, again, you, you brought it up when we started the show. This was great. And if it leads to, like, Hiro, you know, Hiromu challenging Ace at, like, an impact pay-per-view, like, I'm all here for it. Yeah, I mean, is Slammiversary the biggest show of Impact's calendar? They That is their big, uh, yes, I believe Slammiversary is the equivalent of their WrestleMania. 
yeah. it's not even close but it's there oh no yeah yeah it's their, their, their big marquee um yeah no i mean that's coming up soon although they're, they're doing the um what's it called they're doing the six-way exhibition match it's got a specific name doesn't it oh the um yeah i think you might be right yeah speedball's in it already obviously ace austin i think there's one part of a person who's qualified king is in it too maybe yeah so unless they threw hiroma in there uh which i wouldn't say no to um (laughs) but he's obviously on the right to have a uh have a singles match down the line if he so chooses uh yo beat kanamura can you tell me one thing that happened in that match yo beat kanamura Uh, look, all I know is Yo's two and one now. I'm feeling pretty good about my. I thought he was gonna after the night one loss. I was like, this motherfucker is gonna go zero and nine, zero and ten, one and nine. I'm gonna look like a fool. But he I got it in. No, I can't tell you anything. Anything about that? Canemir may or may not have drank whiskey at some point. Maybe. Oh, uh, Yo drank the whiskey in the match. Well, he did drink it, put it in his mouth and spat at Kanemaru. That was the the big moment. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is Yo won. So yes. And join you know that because you're reading it. Taguchi uh surprise is it a surprise that he beat Akira? Yeah, I think it's one of them again. It's not now that it's happened. But going into it, you would have assumed that Akira would have been taking the win. But there's no, you know, Akira's like twenty two, it's his third singles match in New Japan. He's going up against Taguchi, the veteran, uh, who's also holding a title. Uh, you know, it doesn't, it's not illogical. It makes total sense. But yeah, you just think Akira being one and two, I wouldn't have expected going in. I just would have think, you know, you new United Empire boy got the pre debut at Hyper Battle that he would have been doing a bit better. But the thing is, this tournament is so long that, you know, you'll forget he lost to Taguchi and, you know, he might end up on a really good point. Do, do you see. Um, because we will see this as as we get closer to the end of the best of the super juniors, perhaps Akira and TJP being a new tag team to challenge Taguchi and Wado. Yeah, I think that's where they're leaning. Um, you know, it does kind of mean you know they're not well, you knew TJP wasn't making the finals, but I felt like Akira had a chance and it kind of lets that uh, that out of the bag. But um, yeah, TJP beat Wato, didn't he? Uh, so he's got the claim and you know uh akira want the revenge for losing and stuff so yeah and no, i think that probably makes the most sense there's no one they've mentioned wanting the touch challenge i think in backstage comments and stuff as well whereas no one else is like oh i beat Watto. i want to challenge for the tag titles um i think yeah it makes the most sense and it's two new united empire boys in japan for the first time obviously tjp's been around for a while and he wrestled in japan like ages ago but um, yeah I, I think you're right i think we get to gucci uh six or nine versus united empire uh, and then, of course, you meant we mentioned it. Showed uh, beats Clark Connors. The the Wild Rhino is just not not off to a good start here in the uh, in the A block. Yeah, I mean they were both like two and zero at that point, so one of them was going three and zero, which is like you know I, I don't know if anyone else has got such a, a, as bad a record as Clark. Um, uh, uh, Kanemura is zero three as well. Oh, is he right? Okay. Uh, so so but... after three nights. Uh, Hiromu and Ishimori are undefeated, so they have six In points. Yeah, uh, Alex Zane, Ace Austin, Yo, uh, they all have four points, they're all two and one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taguchi and Akira are one and two with two points. Oh, and Show, excuse me. And then Kanemura and Clark Connors have zero points. The goose egg, 
Yeah, Jesus. Um, yeah, no, I wouldn't have expected that because he's a he's a he's a dojo boy as well and everything, you know, for it. But again, it's one of those things. If he wins the next six matches, six and three isn't so bad. Uh, no, you're not going to remember. You're not going to remember think, that he started zero three. Yeah, and they do. The, the, they can tell those tall story like that, or they'll have him beat somebody. Uh, that'll lead to. Yeah, I think these tournaments are always good at that. In that, yeah, he might not do well points wise, but he'll get a important win. Like he'll beat someone of merit. I'm not saying he's going to beat Hiromu or Ishimori, but he'll beat a name that will give him a bit of a rub, a bit of a, you know, a bit of pride, I suppose. Did you um? Did you see in this match, Clark Connors in show? Uh, Clark is like up against the ring post, and show goes hitting with a chair, and Clark ducks. Uh, Clark literally fell to the floor and as shows like swung he's hit the steel ring post and he's like dropped the chair so then Clark is underneath the chair and the chair just literally goes bosh in the side of his head and in his eye it's like proper botchamania style stuff and then in the backstage comments he's got a massive like cut on the side of his eye like when he was meant to dodge a chair shot felt so bad for him so it's always when you least expect it, right? <laughs> he proper gets shocked as well because obviously he was not expecting a chair shot, let alone a chair shot to fall from the sky and hit him in the side of the head. Didn't he didn't sign up for that? No. Uh, you now this news came out somewhere between five nights five and six too, and you went to Rev, you were at Rev Pro yesterday. Yeah, I was there last night. Yep, yeah, I'm so tired, but yep. Yeah. So the Osprey news. This poor fucking guy. <laughs> can't get your fucking break dude covid and has to miss the title match versus tanahashi and then you know he's fucking getting fucked over by the referees and his own body's fucking him over now dude a kidney infection is no fucking joke no yeah no it is he's the type of guy as well that if he can get by he'll grin his grit his teeth and bear it like you know wrestle injured or wrestle sick i'm sure he's done the sick wrestling sick before but it's obviously a yeah, kidney infection is nothing to fuck with. And he, he must pretty much just be stuck in bed because otherwise he would have tried to beat her. All right. Uh, who did they replace? Uh, did, did Suzuki still have a match? Yeah. Yeah. So versus Michael Oku. So um, Michael Oku was defending the cruiserweight title versus his tag team partner, Connor Mills, which was a really fucking good match. Uh, but it was a title match and then it went on first. So when, as soon as the match went on first, it was like, I, I leaned to my friends and I was like, he's going to face us. He's gonna face Suzuki. Like it, you know, there's no way that match goes on first. Otherwise, give him time to rest and all that stuff. But to be fair, he pulled double duty. The match versus Conor Mills was great, and his match versus Suzuki was. It was probably better than I expected. It was just a typical Suzuki affair. But I think Suzuki has a soft spot for Red Pro in London. Like he seems, you you can set, you can tell when Suzuki's enjoying himself when he's doing those little interactions with the crowd and stuff like that. Um, it was a really fun match. But uh, yeah, and um. Well, I found Gabriel Kid Gabriel Kid came back uh, as a surprise. That's awesome. Um, I was at that uh that New Japan show in Philadelphia where he cut that like that uh the promo where he was when he returned when he returned for the first time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. glad he's back. I like Gabe Kid. Yeah, no, I um yeah, like Dan Maloney, who's another great UK talent, uh, was saying like, you know, he should get to face Suzuki. And then Gabriel Kid's music here. And I was looking at the screen and I was like, I know this video package like, i know this who the fuck is this and then it came up gabriel kid and i was like out of my seat and i was cheering you know it's really cool man he's got him like tenzan style hair like he's got black down the middle and then white on both sides nice um because i'm guessing like a ball like two horns maybe oh like, yeah, ten, yeah, yeah. Ten, tenzan was a ball as well that was his gimmick um but yeah no he's he's back which is you know hopefully he's 
all better and getting along uh things and everything so obviously it was a bit worrying what happened on social media right. uh so yeah no hopefully he's in a good spot but um yeah no repro show was really fun uh aussie open there as well henare made his york call debut oh uh, nice yeah no great great show great fun i like that well one day one day i'm gonna go to just sorry no offense uk japan's on the bucket list first yeah <laughs> we can't we've got, we've, got, we've got nothing to offer in comparison to fucking japan well we got a, a big clock i like clocks i mean i'm not good at time so i need all the help i can get <laughs> just staring at big ben wondering what all the hands on the clock mean there's uh the sherlock holmes is over there right yeah, yeah, like his home and stuff like that. What's meant to be? I think there's like a mu- like a little museum of sorts or exhibit. I'm not. A- I like the uh, Robert Downey Jr. films, but um, I never watched the TV show Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, he can't say penguins. Did you know that? Who Benedict Cumberbatch? Yes. Well, how does he say it? He can't say it. I think he says penguins. Well, penguins? I was about to say what comes out of his mouth. <laughs> he says like penguins. It's a, there's a clip. There's like a video. I can't. What I'm really. It's a penguin, but I can't turn it around the right way. There we go. Oh, look at that little penguin feller. So, Are you the penguin? If I if I ever meet Benedict Cumberbatch, I'm just going to be like, look, say it. Say it, Doctor Strange. Say it. <laughs> say it. That's why he hasn't ever said it in the MCU. Yeah, look it up. Uh, look up uh, ben- Benedict Cumberbunch. You can't say penguin. This is fucking hysterical. And I think it's on like a BBC show and he just can't say it. <laughs> He's not it's gonna like be in Batman, movie. is he then? No, no Batman for him. <laughs> uh or off the rails. Uh night six, which just happened mm-hmm. like twelve hours ago. Uh it was Sunday, wasn't it? Sunday morning it happened. Uh like yeah. Sunday evening, Japan, so like probably about twenty four hours ago, maybe I don't know. I don't know. We uh, we need to stop trying to do this time stuff. <laughs> no, no more time. This the show happened, and we got the results, and we're all caught up. This is where we are. Night six, uh, third night of B Block. Despi and Utah uh, in the main event. Uh, Desperado to win. What did you think? Yeah, uh, you're you're not going to get me to say anything bad about a Desperado. I'm not just. Oh no, no, I love Despi. Um. Uh, I feel like I, this was this match was something I feel like I have to watch again for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I it was very early this morning when I watched this before I left for work. So yeah, <laughs> so, I mean I was falling asleep coming home from work watching it. So yeah, um, but uh, I'm happy with the result. I like that Despy beat him. Uh, I thought Wheeler had a good showing, but again. He didn't put there's no he, he like Teton is establishing himself, right? He is he is making me say wow while he's wrestling. Yeah. And Wheeler Utah is he's giving me a good showing, but I'm not like I can see how in your case you see the hype and you're like, all right, what's so special about that? Like I get it. I get it. If you have seen a Wheeler Utah match, um I get it. It's, he, I just don't think he's blowing the doors off of, of anybody yet in the best of the Super Juniors. Yeah, I think the Titan comparison is perfect because opening night, Titan Desperado main event, like Titan coming out, Titan coming out like looking like a star. Like he established himself, like you said, he had his moments, he looked great and everything. I came out of Wheelie Utah Despi thinking that Despi had helped Wheelie Utah 
get to a good match. Whereas Despi and Titan, it was very much 50-50. They both worked well with, off of each other. Whereas, yeah, I felt like this was more of a Despi elevating Wheeler type deal. And then even then, I think it's probably the weakest out of Despi's matches so far. Um, you know, I think the TJ, TJP match was better and the Titan match was one of the best of the tournament so far. Um, yeah, so yeah no, it just goes back that he's not meeting the hype so far, like you've said. Yeah, and no, I think that's a great, a great, great, great way to put it too. Like it, this was, Despy carried him to a his best showing yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I mean, think- I, if someone said the match versus they'd like the match versus Eagles more, I wouldn't argue. I think that match was really good as well. Two very different matches, obviously, because they went for the technical versus this was a very technical match, but it was also a Desperado match where he's gonna have his little uh, his little tricks. Yeah, it's also like. If you're familiar with the Ring of Honor and the pure title, like it's exciting that he's here and he's representing AEW and Ring of Honor. But the pure, when I think pure title, I don't think Super Juniors. Nah, like there's no court. Like the pure title is very. And if you're not familiar with the Ring of Honor pure title, there's like you get three rope breaks, um, and then after that, like the ropes are essentially useless you can hold the ropes during a submission and the referee will not break it um there's no closed fists uh like you can't punch the face um there's rule they don't and look i've been to a bunch of they don't play well live yeah i think that's really difficult with technical wrestling in general it has to be something special for people live because it's yeah it's something you watch intently and you know you're like oh that was a really good transition are they done you know it's really smooth. It's not something where you jump out of your chair or you make loud noise, which no, no. And that's, you was, when you watch when you watch it. Like I've been to a couple of Ring of Honor shows that in the last like two years with the pure title coming back. Being there live, they're good matches. But when you go back and you watch them with uh, Ian Riccoboni and Caprice Coleman telling the story, mm-hmm. it's yeah. a thousand times better. It just it's a again. I don't mind him being here. It's just a weird fit for me. It doesn't really. It makes sense because of the forbidden door and they're really trying to push him as an, like the face of it. Of He probably is one of the pillars to this new Ring of Honor startup. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah. So I get it, but it's just, yeah. He, yeah, it makes total sense, but there's definitely people that probably would have fit in a lot better on that. Very, uh, it's very vanilla. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong. I like vanilla, but it's very... No, I think Desperado and Ishimori are very technical wrestlers. Like, if, but they have their junior heavyweight moments as well, which you need. Like, Desperado putting on Numero Dos is a very, you know, he's very guttural in his voice and he's always making noise, Despi. That's why I love him. He's really emotive. Um, he's not just putting on a submission and then just, you know, wrenching on it. He's like baring his teeth. He's like smashing the armor over and over when he's in Numero Dos. Uh, Ishimori does La Mystica into the bone lock, which always looks amazing. Like, yeah, they've got that bit of flash and dazzle to on top of the technical, which you uh, doesn't look like he is showing here. Maybe he has it, I don't know, but he's certainly not showing it at the moment. We're gonna we'll find out as we we get into these last uh, last couple nights here uh, if he's gonna you know put it into third gear and fucking go. What I didn't realize, I've only just now seen looking at the results, is that uh, Titan zero and three as well. Like, because he's putting in such a good showcase and he's having these amazing matches, I didn't like you know someone else being Owen Free. Um, who was it? Who was you saying in the A block? There's Clark and someone else, right? And uh, Ken Amira. 
yeah yeah like i can i can tell you a single moment from a kanamuru match so far um i love uncle nobu but yeah no he's just he's there um and probably to fill the role you said but um right this has been amazing uh so for him to be own free i'm like shocked because he's had such memorable matches yeah well i mean but he's also been in there with with the free elves and el fantasmo for for the other night and then um el lindon, el lindon. Yeah, see, I think, and I, that's such a, I think it's such a beautiful thing that New Japan does, and I think, I think New Japan fans appreciate it more. Like, wins and losses do count, but at the same time, like, Teton is like he's, we we might be in two weeks talking about him being like the breakout star of this tournament. Yeah, I if he carries on the way he has, then yeah, a hundred percent. Him, Alex Zane, and Ace Austin uh, leading the charge for the uh, the new group of guys that come in. Were how let me ask you when you were falling asleep on the train was it during Bushi and Master Wado? No, I thought like I should skip this. Like Bushi, like I said, Bushi is the most boring wrestler on the roster to me. Uh, and Master Wado just isn't doing it. Like he's been much more enjoyable with Taguchi in six or nine than he has during the tournament on his own. And I was like, there's you know, I've got to catch up ahead of the show. If I need to skip anything, but I was like, I've watched every other match of the tournament, so let's just stick with it. And yeah, I uh, made a bad decision and should have just skipped it. But... Let me, let me. I uh, so I told you I collect the action figures, right? So they did the New Japan figures, and the second set was Lij. Yeah, Nito and Evil. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Hiromu, and then instead of fucking Sonata. They made a fucking bushy, bushy, <laughs> bushy. Come on, man! I need to buy not Sonata. I mean, Sonata was. I'm trying to think out of all them guys. I feel like Sonata joined before Evil, because Sonata's the reason Naito won the IWGP title. He uh, interfered and made his debut under the Cold Skull mask and attacked Okada and helped Naito win the title. Um, I feel like yeah, it was. Bushi was one of the OGs. To be fair, like I. But, that's I, I get it. I just come on, man. Bushi. I mean, evil like that stuff got announced, and evil was still part of Lij. Like that's how long these figures take to actually get shipped and made. By the time, that's like you know, when you pre-order them, it's also fair. That's a fair. Well, yeah, that's fair. Maybe Bushi. Yeah, maybe two years ago when these went on sale, you were the biggest Bushi fan, and you've just forgotten. I don't think I've ever been a really big. Fan. <laughs> to be honest with you, he's just a guy that's there. He's got a chicken shop at the very least that I haven't visited. Um, maybe I haven't. I didn't realize. Uh, chicken shop. Yeah, yeah. He's got a little. I don't know if it's in Tokyo, but he's got a, a little chicken shop. Yeah. Like you could buy chickens or like no, like chicken food, like chicken wings and stuff like that. Like the bushy chicken fingers. You ask for honey mustard and he spits it in your face. <laughs> I don't know if it's bushy themed or anything like that. I think it's just like almost a hole in the wall type type deal. Like, do all the do all the chickens come with little t-shirts? Yeah, mate. <laughs> he's back there, like taking his shirt off, trying to wrangle up all the chickens himself. That's why he's practicing Take your the ring. Fucking shirt off, Bushi! You think? <laughs> I don't know why that bothers me so much. Is it? It's, it's my thing. Bushi is he does this light like, water, same stuff every single match. There's no difference. Like every single match, he doesn't do anything original, nothing new, no matter his opponent. And one of those things he's always going to do is take off his shirt so he can strangle his opponent. 
Would you be upset if Bushi left LIJ and he went to the House of Torture? It'd probably be good. Like, it'd be... Uh, I say that we thought about show that would be good, like some revitalization. It's been horrible, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, a character refresh should be a good thing, especially for someone like him who's been doing the same shtick since LIJ was formed. He's just been their guy to take the pinfalls. Um, yeah, he serves his purpose, right? Yeah, so a, a change would probably be welcome, but whether I'd give a fuck or not is a different question. I feel like that was Despy's thing in Suzuki Goon before he got hurt. Yeah, like Despy never really hit off. Like in like 2018, Best of Super Juniors, I think it was, he uh, had like a match with Hiromu where he won. I think Hiromu was the champion. And then 2019, he got injured just like literally a week before. Uh, and then because he had the match with Jun Kasai and Jun Kasai broke his jaw. Um, and then he came back, like revitalized after. Like he said, like he had a great 2018 Best of Super Juniors, where like if he was watching and paying attention, you knew there could be something there. And then the stage was set for him to have this amazing 2019 Best of Super Juniors. He got injured and he came back. Instead, that happened in 2020 when he came back. And yeah, it's just yeah, took the was, world by storm. He was fucking yoked when he came back. Yes. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Uh, so uh, Dusty beat Yuta. Phantasmo beat Teton, uh, Master Wado beat Bushi to all of our, we all cheered in great mm-hmm. joke. Uh, L Lindemann beat TJP, which is uh, weird. No, it's fine. I, I, I watched that. Match I didn't think morning. it was bad. It's just, it's, it's, I watched that match this morning. I can't really remember it. Um, I know that uh, L Lindemann won with like the stalling German suplex that like Io Shirai, I don't know if she still does in NXT, she used to do in stardom. And stuff, uh, which is a, a move I love. Um, you still on NXT? Yeah, sure. I, I assume so. Is oh, she? I have no idea. No, neither do I. That's why I'm assuming. <laughs> I thought she left. Oh, the pirate left. No, Kyrie left. Kyrie's back in stardom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Thank she's God. the pirate. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Um, EO is the genius of the sky. Uh, yeah, no, she was the NXT Women's Champion for a while. Um, right, I but I don't know if she's doing. I don't think she's doing anything. I don't think she's doing anything, but I think she's still in. She's not being released or left, that's for sure. She's still in WWE. Okay. I but, don't like um, the pirate. What? You don't like Kyrie? I don't like the pirate, no. That's Kyrie. Kyrie. I, I hate the fucking gimmick. Why, uh, why but, do you want to be a pirate? But, but I think, oh, shit, i done a Noob Japan episode about her. I should really know this. I think she's actually got, like, a boating license. So, like, she's technically a pirate if she wanted to go out and do horrible things on the water. Right, so it doesn't make her technically a pirate. She's just a fucking captain. She's the captain of the ship until she starts blowing up other boats. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, she's great, man. Like, again, it's one of those things. She get, has to rein it in a bit because WWE, but she's fucking killer. Like, because her old stuff in stardom, like matches versus like Miko Satamura and stuff like that. She's a phenomenal wrestler. I'm trying to see what her, what, where's Io Shirai? I guess she's just doing her thing. Yeah, I think she she held the title for a long time. She won, she lost that, and then she's kind of like got mixed up in the women's tag division for a bit, and she's just kind of been like not the main focus since she lost the title. That's a shame. Yeah, I mean, she's probably the best women's wrestler on their roster. What a shame. She's probably the best women's wrestler in the world, to be fair. Do you think that she's better than the Pirate? 
Eo, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know shit about Joshi, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I know enough to get by. I can I can fake my way, fake it till I make it. But um, yeah, I don't know yeah, no, shit. Eo is better. I like Kyrie more personally, but I'd say Eo is the better wrestler. Yeah. All right. Good luck to you and your boating uh, pirate lady. <laughs> uh, then Robbie Eagles beat Doki uh, to cap off uh, night six. Yeah, I think Robbie's like four and zero against Doki. Uh, something ridiculous. Like, yeah, Doki can't beat Robbie. Doki Pet can't beat Robbie, and Robbie can't beat Bushi. Bushi, and Bushi should not be beating anyone. So, bro, Bushi's got four points. Jesus, four points. Too Robbie Eagles and L Lindeman also have four points. So, yeah, yeah, it's early days. There's not really any separation, is there? No, we're going to start to see it though. Uh, Despy and El, Fet- a lot of L's. The B block is full of L's. El Desperado mm-hmm. and El Fantasmo are each undefeated with six points. Uh, TJP, Doki, and Wheeler Utah have two points. And Watto and Teton are throwing up goose eggs. Yeah, I mean, Watto, perhaps surprising seeing how he's a tag champ. Um, and like I said, yeah, I'm surprised at Teton just because he's been having such an incredible tournament. Um, but it goes to show just how good he is that he's having this incredible tournament and getting himself over and he's got no wins. It's wild, right? Yeah, no, he's like I think when all is said and done, he could easily be the MVP, like you said. I wouldn't I wouldn't come as a surprise to me. So we are when is when what do we got here? Hold on. What's the date? Okay, so tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, the twenty yeah, fourth. Mm-hmm. The twenty fourth, we're back at it at Kirkon Hall. Um, Despy Lindemann, Ishimori show are your main events for Block A and Block B. Uh, uh, I mean, Ishimori, Ishimori show. You got um the Bullet Club connection, so it could make it more interesting. Maybe it's probably gonna be dire, quite frankly, because. <laughs> Show show's gonna be show, and I don't think Ishimori's gonna give a fuck. It's not like he's gonna like you know he's gonna pull the old Nakamura. I'd rather be surfing right now. I don't, I don't, uh, and I'm not against it. But your uh, the hate for show, I'm not against it. I just don't remember it if if it was as vitriol as it is liked, today as it was. I last thought time. show was great. Um, the stupid fucking faces he makes are quite funny. Like he's just always putting the most dumbest, stupid faces. Um, and he has his moments. Like I think during the best of Super Juniors, he took a move on outside, and like, like they often do, like his legs were like kind of up and over his head, and he just stayed in that position for like a minute with his bum and his legs in the air, like he was dead. And it got like you know he he the moments are just too and far between, like uh, everything with House and Torture. I'm with you on that. Uh, so that's the 24th, the 25th. We'll see Hiromu and Yo. Main event block A. Uh, how does Master Watto be in a main event? I mean, he's wrestling El Desperado. Yeah, I mean, don't you think? I thought this watching yesterday's show, the latest show, where Watto and Bushi were like the third uh, bloody like tournament match on the card, like ignoring the preview tags. They were third, they were above like Robbie and Doki. And El Lindemann and Des- and uh, TJP. I was like, how is Bushi and Watto higher than them on the card? 
I think it's because Wado has the tag title. Yeah, I mean, it's just, but just in terms of like who's going to actually have a match that's watchable, you know, they should be lower. <laughs> they just shouldn't be on the card. Uh, the 20s, I'm excited for the 26 because I like the Robbie Eagles El Fantasma feud. So, yes, yeah, because uh, Robbie, Ro- will Robbie finally get a win? Oh, yeah, that's a great story. And then on the other side, Hiromu and Show is going to be your main event. Uh, after, uh, yeah, fuck show. <laughs> Hashtag call it, this is the fuck fuck show podcast. Yes, um, and not like, not like that fuck show. Like no fuck show. There's yeah. no way fuck, fuck show, not fuck show. Right, not like Ke- Kevin Kelly. Hashtag more butt stuff. Chris Charlton. Hashtag no more butt stuff. It's worth pointing out. Kevin Kelly's been doing commentary by himself in person, and he's amazing as always. Like, he's awesome. Thank, I do- thank God, New Japan have Kevin Kelly. Yes, I agree a hundred percent. I think him and Chris and Ian Riccoboni and Caprice Coleman are the best commentators in wrestling. Yeah, Ian's amazing. I'm so glad he's been doing uh, stuff in for New Japan as well. Yes, absolutely. And I don't think people realize how hard it is to be a one man. Uh, right like it must be so difficult I, I once when i was getting into podcasting and stuff i was like i'll do a new japan cup preview by myself i've done it for like two minutes and i was like this is impossible i was like how kevin kelly does it is amazing and because it, it's good as well yeah it's not like he's just rambling it's all coherent he'll make little jokes to himself still as well like it's amazing it's fair he's fantastic he is to to think of his journey you know he's getting fucking doing shit in wwf uh way back in the day and then he was doing the ring of honor stuff he, he's awesome he's so good yeah no the new japan the western coverage of new japan would not be where it is without kevin kelly i agree 100 percent. he does he does such a great job of telling the stories uh the 28th we see despy and doki you're that's right uh, that's gonna be that's i think that's gonna be despy's loss I think if he takes, he's going to lose at some point. He's not going to run the block. Right. Uh, I think he will lose two max. I think if I, I, I'm hard to believe Despy doesn't make the final, um, I think he takes the loss. Or if he doesn't, it's going to be like heartbreakingly close. Because um, did you watch the uh, press conference where they? No, I don't. I don't watch the press conferences, but I guess I should start doing that. No, it was super fun. Um, like before the tournament, they like they used to do before the pandemic. They get all the entrants together in the room, and they all get on a podium and have their bit to say. I, I started watching that, uh, but I don't and, understand Japanese, and I couldn't find an English. Uh... Oh yeah, I just watched. I watched it live because I was working from home. Um, so like the Japanese bits, I had no idea what was going on. But Despi's there in his suit, and he's turning to Doki, and he's saying stuff. And like Doki got like they were all sat down, like an actual real press conference. Um, and yeah, then I watched with subtitles, and Desperado was saying like, "Doki, you're a little bitch. Like, you should be winning matches by now and stuff." Like, he was like proper giving it to Doki, and Doki come round, got in his face and everything. Like, there was, and like Doki was fucking furious, and Despy was like, just really fucking mean. Um, so I think like you know, Despy is kind of like the younger brother in Suzuki. Yeah, like they'll tease him, but they want the best for him. So I feel like this could be the moment where Despy gets a fucking big win. Uh, where Doki gets the big win. Um, but even if they don't, even if he doesn't, it's going to be a monumental match. Like, 
probably out of everything remain on tournament because of that what they built during that press conference is what i'm most excited for um that's awesome i'm excited i didn't know the back that that so i'm excited for that uh and then on the other side that night hiromu and alex zane that should fucking rule like have you seen like on twitter alex zane and ace austin are getting themselves so over with the japanese fans they're like tweeting in japanese um having as much japanese food as they possibly can uh yeah so uh, alex zane got retweeted by taco bell japan which is huge for they him didn't even, they didn't even retweet him they just posted outright like they got a screenshot of his like entry graphic tweeted something and tagged him in it it wasn't even a retweet like it's amazing um and like yeah they're posting like selfies in front of a uh, in Shinjuku, you've got Toho Cinema, and it's got like a giant Godzilla on top of the building. Like he's got a claw on top of it and the giant head. Oh, it's the fucking coolest! Like every hour, it roars as well. Um, oh, that's awesome. And they took a selfie out front of it, Ace Austin and uh, Alex Zane, and like the Japanese fans are drawing such cool fan art of them together. Like they're fucking so popular with the Japanese audience so quickly. Yeah, he's a great follow. I think this this will be the first of many for him to go over there. Yeah, like. You figure them two and Titan, they've got to be bringing back for future tours. I hope so. Uh, and then the 28th, it's Robbie Eagles and Despy. That'll be good. I mean, they've got the title history as well. Um, Robbie beat Despy for the titles, and then did Despy beat Robbie to win it back? I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, Robbie definitely yeah. beat Despy for the title in the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, and then, uh, then Despy beat him because then Despy lost it to Ishiwari. Yeah, Despy had the long run with it, yeah. Um, and then uh, on the flip side, it's Akira Ishimori is the main event that night. That should be great. Uh, yeah, and those are just the main events. I didn't want to go through every card. Um, and then yeah. we'll get uh, May 31st, they will decide um, the matches by the standings. Yeah, yeah. And then the final is like beginning of June, isn't it? Yeah, June 3rd, uh, Budokan Hall. Yeah, they've announced some, uh, they've not announced any matches, but they've announced like. Juice Robinson will be there. Jay White. Um, I think the Good Brothers got yeah. announced. Or yes, just Carl Anderson, maybe. maybe. Uh, but they've announced that there's going to be foreign talent there, basically. Um, so it's going to be a big show. I mean, it's the Budokan. They can't just have it a one-match show uh, based on the best Super Junior Finals. You've got to stack the undercard. Yeah, especially with Dominion a week away from that, right? It's the 12th, June 12th. Uh, is it that soon after? I believe so. Uh, I, I mean, it is always it's always June. Yeah, it's like must be mid June. You're probably right. Yeah, June twelfth. Yeah, Jay White about to uh, about to become the first real Grand Slam champion in New Japan again. Your lips to God's ear, man. I fucking hope so. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. I I don't know. I don't see it happening. I I, I won't be happy. I'll I'll be delighted if it does happen. Yeah, I just me too. But I feel like they send Okada to the Forbidden Door. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, Jay White rocked up at MSG as champion. He sold the place out. I was there. It was beautiful. Yeah, sing- single-handedly. Um, so that's the best of the Super Juniors uh, up to night six where we are. We'll get a break, and it'll pick up again uh, Wednesday. Tuesday? Wednesday? I don't fucking Kicks know. Kicks off again Tuesday, yeah. Um, so when after you listen to this, uh, over at Fightful uh, Overbooked and FightfulOverbooked.com and wherever you get your... We're in podcast form, we're in YouTube form, and Fightful.com too. So after you listen to this, then you get, you know, fucking buckle in because the shit's going to take off the best of the Super Juniors. Before we, we wrap this baby up, I think we have to talk about 
Kodobushi. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't really have an opinion, all honestly. Like, all I want is the best for him. I hope he's okay and everything that's going on. But there's a lot of great area out there. There's a lot of conflicting information. Like, there's reports from that might be dead on accurate from Voices of Wrestling. It could be not accurate. I don't know. Um, you know, it's obviously there's some guys doing amazing translation work that are translating all his tweets on Twitter. But obviously, Japanese language is very difficult, and one word can mean three different things, and it's very fucking bizarre to say the least. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I'm with you. It is. But if it's if the stuff he is saying is true, then it's very concerning, obviously, uh, and it will have massive repercussions. Well, it should have massive repercussions. But, um, you know, it seems like he isn't necessarily in the best place right now. Uh, so ho- all I really want is the best, you know, hopefully Ibushi is okay. And, you know, it's not going to have a negative impact on his life, like, severely. It's obviously having a negative impact now. But, um, yeah, I'm not... I'm not going to, like, you know, say he... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the, whole situ- the whole situation is super... It's It's... It's strange, um, and it just doesn't. I don't know, man. They put a lot of stock into him, right? Yeah, so no, you would think crazy. like you would want to take care of him. And again, there's there's what was what's being reported, and and what's being translated. And somewhere in the middle is the truth. Uh, and I'm on board with you with that. I hope at the end of the day, regardless of what happens, just Coda is good, and he can he can. Go back to finding that twenty fifth hour and and doing his thing, and he's okay because this is like, dude, it came, it was, it came out of nowhere, and it's been real weird. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, it's like you have to assume he's done with New Japan. Like, I don't see any way where he says the things he said, posted the like, you know, apparently the line WhatsApp conversation with. His, uh, you know, this boss that we didn't really even know existed until recently. Um, this Kikuchi figure, Kikuchi, yeah. like, you know, there's a name we didn't even, I didn't even know of. Um, and I don't think most fans knew of. Uh, but um, it's hard to imagine that he's burned these bridges like he does and he rocks back up in the New Japan ring. Like, wrestling such a big part of his life to him. Hopefully he still gets to do it. You know, ideally, somehow it all works out with New Japan. But I'm hard pushed to imagine we see him in the New Japan ring anytime soon, if ever again. Yeah, it's silly to think that this is all over just because he he wasn't working, right? He's been out hurt, and then he just showed up at another wrestling show, and you're gonna allegedly yeah, I mean, go after him and try and end his contract? Like that's silly. What are you? What's going on here? That's what I mean. Apparently, it's there's so much more to it as well, and that's just part of it. Like, yeah, it, it's there's so many missing not missing parts we've maybe got the whole story but um yeah i don't feel the need to have an opinion on it like you know i think there's this need within wrestling where everyone need, feels like they have to have an opinion on everything um you don't but you, you, can, you don't have a hot take kieran no not uh, not with something serious like this uh if it was something just kayfabe stupid then sure but obviously the stuff he's the stuff he's coming out with is is disconcerting um but yeah, I uh, yeah just want want the best for Ibushi. We all love him, you know. There, there's no one that doesn't like Ibushi. So right. 
I think the uh, I think there's a silver. You know, worst case scenario is he's out of New Japan. Um, but on the flip, though, for me, like, you know, he's got a relationship with Kenny, and I'm sure Tony Khan would be more than happy. To, oh, absolutely! Uh, the fucking throw Kota Bushi in the ring with CM Punk and Brian Danielson, and so but we'll see. We'll have to see. Yeah, no, I, I've sort safety your and well, safety and well-being first. Let's make sure yeah, he's, he's good to yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, especially when we're you know about the same time with the the Hannah Kamira stuff that that just passed. So yeah, exactly. We want to make sure he you know sometimes wrestling fans can be a bit that they don't see the wrestler outside the ring. They don't realize that he he or she is also just a person. Like they have fucking that, feelings. Fun. That's what I mean. I'm not concerned about if he stays in New Japan or if he leaves and then, you know, we get the dream stuff of him in AEW and Golden Lovers reunited. It's sometimes, you know, wrestling is the silliest, most wonderful thing in the world. But, uh, you know, underneath it, all the people and, you know, he needs, to, hopefully he's okay. Yeah. So thoughts of that we keep it, keeping Abushi in our thoughts and our prayers and just uh, hoping things get all sorted out and he can go on to, uh, you know, do the shit we love Abushi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to cover? They're supposed to be making a big announcement over here in the States about New Japan coming to a city that they've toured in before. And I'm really, really hoping they're coming back to New York. Oh, really? I haven't seen anything about it. I think it was the New Japan America Twitter that put oh, that out. Yeah, I don't really have much reason to follow that one. Uh, look, I, again, I mean, it makes sense. I'm once, really hoping it's once, uh, once they make New Japan UK, I'll follow that one. Did they? They did they do something? They done Royal Quest. Yeah, yeah, they done Royal yeah, Quest. Yeah, Royal Hall, right? Royal uh, Quest. It, yeah, Royal Quest. It was I was front row. Um, Okada Suzuki for the title in the main event. Uh, Zach versus Tanahashi for the Rev Pro British title, and Tanahashi won. Um, Aussie Open versus God for the tag yeah. title. Yeah, Kenta, Tom, Big Tom. Yeah, yeah, Kenta got a concussion. <laughs> uh, he was. Uh, Poor fucker. Oh, that's is um, this where yeah, all right. That's a great show. Yeah, no, like their first real show in the UK. Like they've basically had full shows with Rev Pro over the years that like you know, you just get a bit of a Rev Pro talent on it, but you get like half the New Japan roster on a Rev Pro show. Um but yeah, no, it, it was great. Um you assume they're coming back if just the pandemics, you know, had to stall them. Yeah, well hopefully, like, yeah, things are things are Things are opening up, man. This is bloody better be coming back. It's too expensive for me to go to Japan. They need to come here. I agree. I agree. I get. I get my feel at Rev Pro at least, especially now the borders have reopened. How uh, how long of a trip is that for you to head over to to Rev Pro? Rev Pro, like half an hour drive. Oh, that's yeah. fucking great. Yeah, yeah. No, for York Hall, um, never miss a York Hall show because yeah. Uh, I mean, it's closer now where I live than I lived before. But even so, it's like an hour on trains and stuff tops. Um, but now it's a comfortable half hour drive. So yeah, oh, that's fantastic. Uh, can't dead beat e- that. Yeah, dead easy. Um, oh. Love it. Well, I love talking New Japan Pro Wrestling with you, Mister Kieran, and this has been a, a, a blast. Uh, be sure to follow Mister Kieran over there, Kieran RH ninety three on the Twitter, and again at Wrestle in the Noob Japan podcast. He also you did the, uh, and I haven't watched it yet because I've been super busy, but you did the Akira. You did an, an interview with uh, Akira too, right? Yeah, one with, uh, so it was before Best of Super Juniors kicked off, but one with Francesco Akira and one with Clark Connors as well. 
Oh, the rhino. Yeah, I got him <laughs> saying about all the LA Dojo guys being named animals. Uh, I got him to name some other, give some animals to other wrestlers. He gave like, I think he said, what did he say? I think he said Alex Coughlin was a hedgehog. A hedgehog? Seems a bit. Yeah, I can't remember them now. I got him to do some new, uh, some AEW ones. Is that I on remember... the, the wrestling YouTube? Yeah, yeah, wrestling YouTube website, Twitter, all that jazz. Um, you definitely like this bar thing you do that's really cool. Are you do you do Shining Wizards one too, right? I do do a Shining Wizards Good. one. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's very long. I'm not used to uh to putting myself over. I was about to say you're always promoting all my stuff, man. You need to be doing your stuff more. I don't know. Just it's the I, I'm just that's what I'm used to to doing. I'm terrible at, at putting myself over. I mean, Although, if you, we, we finished recording uh, the last show, and the minute I went on the Shining Wizards, I was like, "This the show I just recorded for New Japan, best, much better than this show." They were like, Are you fucking <laughs> serious? I'm like, "Yeah, we talked about fucking New Japan. I talked to somebody who knows the product, not you two fucking dipshits." See, so you can you do know how to put yourself over. Maybe maybe the problem is that you don't want to put over Shining Wizards. Is there beef there? No, I do want to, I just, it's, uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, I, I don't, I know he's probably, it's probably foreign to you. Dave LaGreca does a radio show over here, uh, wrestling, uh, busted open. It's on. Serious. Oh, I know I'll bust it open. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. know of it. So yeah. I'm, Tony Khan's on it like every week, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. 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 So we're, uh, we're friends with Dave and like, I've been out with Dave and people come up to him and he's like, how come you don't like it? I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't, what? They come to talk to you. They're not talking to me, dude. <laughs> Start giving having leaflets ready and just give them to them. A leaf? That's not a bad idea. I have the. We wear the shirt. I have the shirts. We wear the shirts. I need to get some shirts. Like I'm so lucky yeah. with Red Pro and the names they bring over. I'm, I'm sure I could get some some good pictures. Oh, we have when we first started. Uh, uh, we had like a Facebook page, and we were like friends with like all like. I sent the Jack the Jacksons t-shirts like they have, I have pictures of Matt and Nick. I think Nick is in like a train station in Japan. <laughs> uh, Bad Luck Fale has one. He wears it all the fucking time. Like people just That's randomly cool. will send us a picture of him like yeah. wearing uh, <laughs> a couple of uh, a couple of the the haiku uh, uh, a couple of Haku's kids have shirts too. Oh wow, man! Fucking hell, that's so cool. Well, we we started it and then we ordered shirts and I was like, I'm just gonna see like. They've never done the podcast, but I'm gonna see if we can send them shit and they wear it. Yeah, I mean, and you've been doing it for so long as well. You like one of the fucking big time OGs of the podcasting world. You were doing podcasts before people knew what podcasts were. Uh, yeah, it's we've been around a while. It's been yeah, a, it's been a long so. time. You didn't wait for the podcast boom, man. You you helped create the boom. I don't know if we helped create it, but I'll tell you. <laughs> we're in it. We're in it. Yeah. We're not uh, we're not Steve Austin and Chris Jericho, but we uh, we've been around. And we like to have fun. <laughs> So uh, shiningwizards.com is the website at Wizards Podcast is the Twitter. And we did get some, uh, I did at least got some new followers from uh, from the first episode. Uh, and I got lots of compliments, actually. Somebody sent uh, sent us, sent me, sent the Wizards, sent me a DM the, the other day, like gushing over our show, man. Oh, it's cool. I was I was really humbled by the response and the amount of views on YouTube and stuff, and uh, people watching live because it got premiered um, and stuff, and commenting and stuff. It was really, yeah, um, you know. I tried to do my best to support New Japan despite TV Asahi doing their best to stop me. 
Um, but yeah, no, it's it's nice. It's lovely. Uh, you know, I I love New Japan. Uh, my girlfriend wants me to shut the fuck up about it, and I get to come here and chat with it to <laughs> chat with it about you instead. So win win. There you go. Happy wife, happy life. Yeah, girlfriend, spot on. Whatever. That's it. That's don't look. You're sitting there. You're watching. This I'm married. I found a beautiful wife. Right. Happy wife, happy life. Just well, remember. I mean, she gets to win. Like you know, she I I took her to Red Pro yesterday. She genuinely enjoys wrestling. Like she lost her shit when Gabe Kid came out. Um, and she loves Suzuki. But I also have to go and see Harry Styles in concert tomorrow night. So you know, you you win some, you lose some. That's it. It's give or take. Mm-hmm. You pick your battles. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Right. If I'm gonna see, I can't get. I think. Uh, I convinced my wife to go to the AEW show in Atlantic City because she can gamble. <laughs> yes. I was like, come to AC with us. It'll be a good time. <laughs> a wrestling show. Uh, but she had a good time. Compromise. That's Compromise. it. Well, this has been The Bread Club. Uh, episode two, Fightful Overbooked. Remember, you can check us out over at uh, FightfulOverbooked.com and Fightful.com. The YouTube channel, the wherever you get your podcast, subscribe, um, follow uh, myself and Kieran. Kieran's at Kieran RH93 on Twitter. I just do the Wizards podcast at Wizards podcast. Um, and let us know what you think. Uh, if you want us to talk about topics going forward, we're going to try and uh, expand on this New Japan thing. Eventually, maybe we'll have like a song and like bread, big piece of bread. Yes, I'm going to decorate the, my background. I'm just going to have loaves of bread stapled to the wall. Right. Once we get like a like once we get the, a design, then we can do like this. Like this is what we do for the wizards. Boom. Right. And we can get like our own color. We could do like a new Japan, like red and yellow or whatever. Mm-hmm. We could we really do. We'll really do it up over here on the Fightful Booking. Overbooked. Fightful Booking. Fightful Overbooked. Fightful yeah, there you go. Bread Club, com. Yeah, check us out. We'll be back in a couple weeks to uh, put a bow on Best of the Super Juniors and talk Dominion and any other New Japan news and notes. Uh, until then, uh, we'll see you at the matches. Does that sound like a good sign? I don't know. I love it. That's good. Perfect. Seriously, like, seriously rock on. Harry Styles, 2022. <laughs> what does Harry no, Styles say? Do I know any Harry Styles? I mean, One Direction. He's was in One Direction. You must know One Direction. Uh, One Direction. They're a pop band. Yeah, they were. But he's and out now. He left. They they all went their own way. This is a this is a totally different podcast. <laughs> I'm just. I am not. Uh, I thought Overbooked has finished now. This is the secret One Direction fan club podcast. I am not good at the pop culture. So. Uh, <laughs> So the people, my cohorts, I do a uh, AEW podcast, the Mark Order podcast. Uh, they educate me on the pop culture because I'm Harry Styles. All right, I'm going to look into some Harry Styles. I'll have, uh, I'll report back to you. Yeah, what you're about um, to have an interesting evening. Yeah, it looks interesting. Hope he plays as it was from Harry's house. See, all learning all new things. Yeah, it's. <laughs> you later. I could see uh, the it's been an absolute pleasure, Kieran. Uh, we will talk in a couple weeks. Uh, thank you, Jeremy, and everyone over at Fightful Overbooked for giving us this platform. It's been a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully, we're talking about Master Wado, best of the Super Junior Champion, in two weeks. <laughs>
if that uh, if that if that happens, I'll do some type of forfeit. We'll see you guys. Punishment. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Enjoy. <laughs> Master Watto, you love it. You do. You want-